0: to the show. If he or she would like more information, today I'm going to be talking with a man who is an executive function coach. Nick McLaughlin is founder of Master ADHD Now at a dot com on that and have his website. He has coached a number of um, people, thousand people or more over the past 20 years, uh, helping people increase their productivity, decrease their wasted time, uh, all those kinds of things that those of us with ADHD have a problem putting together. So, Nick, welcome to the program.
1: Hey, David, thank you so much for having me on. It's great to meet you.
0: Today, we're going to talk about habits, which I know that's a nasty six-letter word, but (laughs) but those are the things that help us. Save time: don't it have can to think be. About <laughs> Yeah, if things are routine. Um, we're going to work down to talk about Nick's uh, gamified habits, how to get habits and creating them, following them, into a game. So we're going to start with boundaries. How do habits help boundaries, and boundaries are setting limits.
1: Um, Great place to start.
0: Yeah. How do you look at the is the benefits of boundaries, Nick?
1: Well, you know, a lot of people usually come to me uh, thinking that they need to take some new action or that they're doing something wrong. or uh, But a lot of the time, I will give them pretty much everything they need to know on the first session with how to handle their ADHD. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the sessions after that, funny enough, are actually exploring deeper into their boundaries or their lack of boundaries or just their foundations in general. Like mm-hmm. we will find out that, you know, they, they don't really have a set of principles that they stand by. So we create boundaries and principles that help them so that when I give them tactics, they'll know exactly how to stick with them and use them to their advantage instead of just having something to to use that's almost novel, and then not how, know how to use it entirely after that.
0: hmm Yeah, it's easy to, to get into the details and not see the overview. Uh, if you don't have a target, you don't know where you're going, and you probably won't get there.
1: Yeah, like it, you, could, you could be given a billion dollars, and, you know, that doesn't mean you know how to use it, or invest it, you know, it could be gone. Like mm-hmm. so many people that win the lottery end up losing it really quickly because they don't know how to, they may have made money, but they don't know how to invest it or spend wisely or use it properly mm-hmm. and be educated on mm-hmm. it. And funny enough, I think it's really important that people are also educated on learning about themselves as much as they want to learn about a new process and how to really strengthen their foundations and boundaries. Yeah,
0: I think that the uh, getting to know oneself in terms of what do you believe in, what values do you hold, and then how do you uh, set the boundaries around your time, whether it's work time or personal okay. time, so that you can live within those values, support them, and at the same time, a, way. I guess, move forward one of the the uh, things i think that's a big issue with people with ADD certainly has been for me is hear about an interesting organization or um mm, something yeah support work in yeah i'd like to do that and you know oh yeah it's just one meeting a month well, then there's preparing for the meeting and there's calling people in between. and, <laughs> and
1: it's
0: a more Yeah,
1: it's more usually a lot more look than look they at. think it is, too. Yeah,
0: and also what can seem like really neat idea, organization, whatever, you get into it and think, well, I'm really not interested in this so much. There's this one over here because it's new and get into the maintenance of it. That's not the new exciting stuff.
1: Um, yeah, I actually just spoke with a client today. We've been trying to figure out why she's having been having so much struggle, you know, with her emails. She has to send emails and respond to them, like just just so many every day.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I got really specific with her, and we found out that she thought that she was having an email issue. You know, but what we found out was that she was actually being distracted by going down a rabbit hole and things would come up during during the process of answering her emails. So she took it as there's something wrong with, you know, my process of sending emails. But what we found out was that what's actually happening is you don't have boundaries or a set of principles on your foundations that make it so that you don't get distracted. Mm-hmm. So. You know, when these kind of things come up, what system do you have? And that's the most important question is to ask yourself, what is my daily system? Do I even have one?
0: So when you talk about foundation, that's the daily system, or is that more the underlying part, kind of how you view the world and interact with it?
1: So the daily system is a combination of many things, but the foundation is the very, very core of who you are and how you can use your system to your advantage. If you can have just this system of actions, but without a system of foundation, of foundational support and principles and boundaries, then, you know, those actions won't really last so long, and you'll never know why. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's important to have a great balance of both.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and the the boundaries on, maybe it's okay, I'm not going to spend more than an hour on email or no, I'm not going to even start with email first thing in the morning. I want to make sure I get these few things done because email almost by definition is emails or rabbit holes waiting to fall into.
1: <laughs> anything, yeah, anything online, I feel like it's just begging to be a rabbit mm-hmm. hole at some point. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: one, and I, I'm not sure where this quote came from, but I think it's a great, uh, thing to keep in mind when you look at, yeah, that'd be interesting to do is the quality of yes is proportional to the quantity of no.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, that's a very good point.
0: Remembering that it's okay to say No. And you also don't have to say yes right away.
1: Is this one of those trick questions where we find out that the quote was actually by you and you're actually not really No, definitely not.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> no, um, you know, I ran across it. I don't know how many years ago, and I just thought I would, that was just a. Ah, uh, no,
1: that's great. I have that very true.
0: on sticky notes on my phone and everywhere else so I remember
2: it. Uh, Yeah, I love that.
0: And and I think it's, I know I've been tempted to say, yeah, okay, I'll join this or I'll do that. And then realize, I don't really have the time to do that. Where am I going to do it? I don't have them, haven't thought through and have them right in my mind or for me. Somewhere I can look at and say, "Hold it! Where are you going to put this in the time?"
2: Um, yeah,
1: and it's yeah, that's not si- as simple as a calendar. Certainly, a start. That's true, and you know, I remember, I it really impacted me. It changed my life when I, you know, I was I'm not, I'm I'm very entrepreneurial. You know, I've owned many businesses, and a lot of them failed because I didn't know how to manage my time or you know, I would struggle with procrastination, and you know so once I got it all together, it completely changed and One thing that made it shift so quickly was just realizing you know i was I was studying all of the you know wealthy people or successful people financially or people that are just happy in life and they have a great daily system. I was wondering what they did differently than what I did um, and of course, there are many aspects to that, but one of them was that they Value their time more than anything, more than their money even. Mm. And as Robert Kiyosaki says from Rich Dad Poor Dad, he talks about how there are good, uh, there's good debt and bad debt. And normally, and he even explains this in his book, how, uh, like the middle class and below, and below, like, like what I normally am is, you know, we think there's only debt. And you want to stay away from it. It's bad. But what he mm-hmm. says is, you you want to invest in good debt and stay away from bad debt. You know, so there are things that drain your money or your time, and things that multiply it. So mm-hmm. if you were to, for example, like I first uh, when I first hired my first coach, I had only five hundred dollars in my bank account. And it cost that much to hire them and right. go to this like webinar, like this big seminar. It was a big seminar, and I thought I only have enough money to survive or to change my yeah. life right now. And I it's costing me time and money to not go, and I have faith that I can I can grow there and multiply my time and money by being smarter and more productive. So I did it. I took the leap. I said I'm going to do it. I went and I ended up making $5,000 the next month because of what I learned about myself and what I learned how, to, how I learned how to master myself. And this was at a time where I wasn't making hardly anything at all. And um, that was because I, I learned about how to manage time and the importance of my time. And mm-hmm. the way I like to think of it is that the world's currency is not money. It's, it's the air in your lungs. And the time on your timeline mm-hmm. and you know you can trade it but at the, there is an end point to it so yeah. I would really value time for that matter
0: and it's uh, I think with ADHD getting into time blindness you just get going and going and really into this project or for me I'm writing a report or letter and I'll look up it's an hour and a quarter later.
2: And, and think,
0: yeah. How did it take me so long to do that? It's a great <laughs> letter, but I just put so much into it and the, uh then realized there's only 24 hours in this day and I need to have dinner <laughs> and I need to be able to sleep and I'd like some Time for me to just chill, and that all gets scrunched together. And I think it's from what I hear so many uh, of my patients say, well, I, you know, after work and then get home in the evening and kids and helping them homework and one thing or another, and then time to talk with my partner and then I want some time for me. You know, if yeah, there's so much I'm involved thinking, in that. That's dangerous. It's falling into <laughs> that's dangerous. Uh, Agreed. I'm following it any, anywhere on the screen. Um, and for me, reading is a little safer, but then I get interested in the book and the time still goes away.
1: Um, oh, yeah, especially if it's something productivity. If it's about productivity and it's applicable to my life somehow, and bettering something Mm -hmm. to help me save time, I'm all into it. And I'll convince myself so much, it's okay, I can go another five minutes, I just need to listen to this. And I'll keep saying Mm -hmm. that over and over, until an hour goes by. And it's just so frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and that's actually, that's, that's actually an effect of, you know, at moments, you may realize, you wonder why, why you do things like that. And it's because you know, one of the reasons is because you don't have the clear set of boundaries, you know, and principles in that area. You know, so mm. it goes hand in hand.
0: Yeah, and definitely with
1: ADHD, I mean,
0: the primary um, direction your attention goes is what's interesting right then. And the book is, or the next chapter, or the next, um, mm. Episode on Netflix, the next little video thing in TikTok or YouTube Shorts or uh, any of those. Instead of remembering, I'm doing this presentation at one o'clock tomorrow. I've got to be fresh and well rested, and I have to get up at six. Well, if you forget that at eleven, and now it's twelve thirty, yeah, <laughs> you you blew it. Um, and remembering at 10 o'clock the next night how tough it was to get through that day before. Well, that's not now. That was earlier today.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Not so much in the now in terms of what we do with our time. Um, so looking at habits, which and routines, that's one way I think we can um help support the boundaries we want to do and have so we can support our values. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. And one uh well in terms of getting lost in whether it's the book or Netflix or anything. I'm, phone reminders are well and good, but we have so many of them, I think it's easy to ignore them. I'll forget that I've got this you know, bedtime setting on my phone that automatically makes Do Not Disturb happen at 10. Well, then, if I set an alarm at 10.15 to do something, I can't hear it. So uh, yeah. uh, it seemed like a great idea when I set up the bedtime thing but I don't remember that probably three days later, much less <laughs> months later, I can't figure out how come that alarm didn't work
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: but something
1: it can get pretty hard to figure out
0: right, right, go back and do all the um, the steps I can't, well, I can't remember what I did in terms of setting something up I'm not sure how to, how to get there again um but uh, having a visual cue, so I suggest put a light on a timer, and that
1: yeah. goes off at, you know, nine forty-five. Oh, yeah. That
0: light goes off. That grabs you more.
1: That's a beautiful point because there's actually a lot of senses you can play with. Mm-hmm. You know, even aside from light, you can use any of your senses. You know, you can if you can put anything on a timer, you can get a plug that plugs into the wall and, you know, it's, uh has a timer on it so it can stop mm-hmm. or start things. You know, you can have your air conditioner go on at a certain time so it gets really cold at a certain time mm-hmm. that makes you want to get up and turn it off. You know, there's timed lights, you know, there's, um, yep. you can ask your roommate or your, you know, your fiance or whoever to start cooking a meal at a certain time and, or you can have someone text you at a certain time. There's just so many ways to get alerts and cues, mm-hmm. you know. So that's a brilliant point that you brought up about about using a cue. It's something that, that breaks
0: me out of the, the trance of the reading or uh, whatever it is I'm doing. So I have a realization of, oh, that much time has passed, and th- this is the time I have to kind of start winding things up. I think for most of us,
2: yeah.
0: having another light go off 15 minutes later, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that's the one I had to
0: really make sure I, uh, now, it's, now it's getting serious. Um,
1: oh yeah, my fiance was actually telling me that she used to have this lamp that was really cool where basically she'd turn off all the lights in her apartment except for this one lamp. It's like a, I forgot what they're called, but it's Basically, it, uh, it acts as a, the sun setting, and mm-hmm. once it yep. goes down, all the lights, like there's no light in your apartment, and you just mm-hmm. take that as, okay, I'm sitting in the dark now. I think I should go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So you can set yeah, that anytime uh, you want.
0: hmm Yeah, that, and I think people um, first begin using them as sunrise lights. You have it so it gets brighter and brighter yeah. in your room, so you're... Um, Bedroom is getting brighter it's easier to to wake up, but the sunset function is is uh definitely handy on that
1: um, yeah they're so, they're like magic they're awesome
0: mhm so uh, with habits um, if you get a routine that you follow that all the steps in it the last step is. You get in bed, so now you can sleep. Whether it's okay, check that the dog has food and um, the lights are out here and the door is locked here and then you brush your teeth, all those little steps so that then the sequence goes, it gets to be a learned pattern.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I love most about habits, you know, a lot of people get very frustrated with goals and having to-do lists because a lot of times people don't reach them, or they set expectations and they don't reach them at the way they wanted, or at the time they wanted. Mm-hmm. And it gets really frustrating, and they attack themselves, and it gets hard, and they feel guilty. So even when you accomplish a goal, you know you still don't feel good because you're like, okay, on to the next one. I should have reached it anyway. And then when if you don't, then it's just feel <laughs> like crap. So it's kind of a lose-lose situation and it's kind of something that we're all guilty of is being cold and robotic, you know. So that's why I like to just say and instead, you know, my intention is to do this, you know, because if I reach it, great, that was my intention to do it, carry on top. But if I don't, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal because, you know, it's just my intention to do it, but that's not setting any expectations for myself. I don't, I'm admitting I don't really know what it's supposed to look like to get there, but I intend to get there somehow. And Mm -hmm. um, great things about habits is once you have them, you know, give give yourself three, four weeks, you're not even thinking at all, you're just doing. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important for that first month just to go all out on just the habits you really want, you know? Yeah, So you don't have to put so much mental energy into it.
0: Yes, I think that's where it it saves the energy of having to think and get in bed. And did I remember to give the dog water? Did I remember to do this or that? And if you have that pattern, and yet I can't start a a habit if I'm looking at, see, it's got six parts to it.
1: Just one. Yeah. And it's, And it's difficult. I mean, I don't think people, it's hard, you don't want to really live a life where you're just always adding more things to do, you know, aside from like, if you don't have any support from yourself with the habits, the great thing Mm about a habit is, like I said, it's almost automatic, you just do it, and you don't think about it, but when you don't build habits, you just always have more and more things to do, and a lot of them don't get done, and it gets really difficult to deal with. You know, and that the, uh, I think
0: the challenge, particularly with ADD and habits, is um, if you get, there's something out of routine, okay, you go on vacation. So now you're not in your workday routine, um, and that's nice on vacation, but then you Get back, and it's okay, remember to do your six different things, and that's where're building in some kind of a cue to do it, even if it's the night you're back from vacation. the next day is work something on your calendar before the bedtime routine starts on the yeah um, just a list of this is my routine, maybe even walk through it and get that pattern going in your mind again. But uh
1: exactly. Vacation or go ahead. I was gonna say it's also important like you were saying earlier, to gamify things. You know, mm-hmm. I I like to with my clients I like to gamify certain things that they really need help with, especially if they're really struggling with it, you know, we will come up with, here, there's three kinds of people that I have found um, in terms of gamification, you know, and, and what can help them the most with their habits mm-hmm. um, or even tasks in general and projects that are really difficult. So, and it's only one aspect to it, There's a lot more to it, but this is one thing I do sure. is I'll find out there if they're either someone that's motivated by rewards, motivated by pain or motivated just in general by just finishing it. So believe it or not, there's some people that don't really care about the rewards or the pain. They just want it done and they just want to figure it out, you know, and then the people that are Mm -hmm. motivated by rewards, you know, will come up with something fun to give them and say, Hey, let's give you pieces of this, you know, let's get you daily small rewards and build up to a big one. You know, mm-hmm. and uh people that are motivated by pain, well, that comes down to taking away you you have to give them something you know that they either don't normally have or have them stop doing something they normally do, and then say, "Cool, if you don't do this, you know then you're gonna we're gonna take this away as a punishment, or you can't go wrong with uh having them talk to a friend to hold them accountable mm-hmm. to, you know say hey, so." if I don't do this big project by the end of the week, I'm going to pay you a hundred bucks, you know, cause nobody yeah. wants to do that. Right. So, I, you know, and it's cost me so much in my life to procrastinate on things. And I would, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, definitely more than a hundred bucks. It's cost me so much. And, um, so it's really important to understand the, uh, which type you are.
0: Yeah. And with, uh, ADHD, the, um to the things that come into that, that the motivation that of where our attention goes is usually to something of interest or yeah, I deserve some ice cream. It's been a hard day. Um or worse, I should have a drink now to relax. Um so there's the reward one. And the other is Oh yeah, that reports. Uh, that's a week away. I uh, have three days. And Then oh, that's due tomorrow. Man, there's a motivation and you power through that. <laughs> I end at two two a.m. So the pain is also paying the next day for it.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes, there's so is like that's just inherent in people with ADHD. Like like I have ADHD myself, so it's. I've procra- my whole childhood was just waiting to the last minute and then procrastinating to the point of oh my goodness I have to write an 11 page paper tomorrow by tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just find a way to do it or you know it's just and it works though so. it's not healthy but it works <laughs> yeah
0: oh I I think uh there's a big aspect of procrastination that uh is something we learn um yeah, okay, school this is due, and yeah, you can pull it off the night before, even in the morning on the on the bus on the way to school.
2: Uh, but as yeah,
0: you can do that in third grade, but it doesn't work in 11th grade, or maybe you were able to pull it off all the way through high school. It isn't going to work yeah. in college if you have to write a paper on the 300 pages you were supposed to read in the past week. Oh, so somewhere <laughs> online, you know, run into that. Oops. Um,
1: <laughs> I remember uh there was a time where I in high school I had to read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and mm. <laughs> I um this is the last time I ever did something like that where I was supposed to read that whole book the whole semester or uh, quarter and mm. I didn't do it. Because I just could not I could not sit and read. I had such mm-hmm. bad A D D. So I I I watched the movie <laughs> instead a, a couple days before and I wrote the paper based on that. But the and it seemed great because it's so helpful, right? It's just wow, i just like a little over an hour. I can read an entire book, right? Well, the mm-hmm. movies are always different than the books, so my <laughs> teacher immediately noticed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that was, that was the, that was one of the first times I realized, you know what, I, I think I wanted to find out how to do this. Like how the, the greatest question, one of the greatest questions I've ever asked myself was how can I figure a way out to do this, but not in a way where it's out of uncertainty, but where mm-hmm. I'm certain first of the goal that I want, you know, the intention I want to have. So I'll, I'll say, um, you know, okay, I want, I, I'm going to do this. I'm deciding I'm going to read this entire book. Great. Now that I've already decided, I'm not going to waver on that. So all my energy can just completely go into finding a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other version of me or the other version of ourselves that do this would be teeter-tottering between, oh, I don't know if I should do this, I want to do this, but I'm not sure if I can. You know, it's a confidence thing. And then teacher trying towards, oh, okay, now how do I do it? It's just not supportive. And the way I like to explain it as an analogy is imagine you're hanging off a cliff just by the ends of your fingertips, and there's two people that come up to you, and neither of them know how to help you at all. And one of them says, I don't know how to help you. uh Crap. Should I, do, should I do this? How do I do this? I'm not sure what to do. I'll, I'll try. Whereas the second person says, hey, listen, I have no idea how to help you, but I've decided I'm going to make sure you get up here. I'm going to do everything I can. How, how can I do this? And they think to themselves, how can I do this? Which person would you rather invest in to save your life? The person who's determined
0: to do it rather than someone's focusing on oh, I can't do this, I don't know, there isn't going to be a way.
1: Exactly. And that's the cool thing I want people to take away from this part of the conversation is, you know, if you're worrying about how to do something and how to figure something out that you just do not know how to do, you just know that you don't have to know. Because it just comes down with a decision. It, that's all it comes down to. You either come to a moment where you finally get fed up And you just decide to make things happen and find a way to make things happen. Or you just decide in the moment before all the pain and you just skip all that, save yourself tons Mm -hmm. of years or months or weeks, and you just say, I'm just going to do this. So, if you know something is right for you in your gut, you know, tackle it. Just decide I'm going to tackle this thing. You know, it doesn't mean don't put thought into it and don't plan. But it means to acknowledge, is this something that deserves to be, you know, have certainty? Yeah, that
0: your goal, this is what you want. If you decide this is what I really need to do or want, hopefully it's not, I want to figure out how to uh, drink some more alcohol this week. (laughs) Um, But I want to... My goal is I want to get a good performance review. Okay? Then I need to get the work in on time. Okay, what can I do to schedule that? And and if they're the ideas are just spinning around the worry, but what if I can't find it, where do I look? Then finding a coach to help I think put things in perspective. That's the person that May not know exactly how to write the reports or whatever,
1: but can help exactly. You. you can with the the clues. Um, yeah, you can learn from someone else's mistakes, as Warren Buffett says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, know. So and, it's it's very it's very important. And just know that you know one, one thing I like to tell myself, or a lot of times I'll catch myself saying, "How do I do this?" You know, without deciding and I'll I have this saying to myself of if I ask if I ask how do I do this before deciding I'm going to do it if it's something that's good for me and you know leads to a good goal mm-hmm. then I know that I've already failed because it's not going to help me and that path is not going to go where I want it to go so to correct mm-hmm. myself I say oh great okay great and I'm just going to ask myself a simple question first the very first step is is this something worthy of being certain? You know, is this something that is healthy, that is going to take me to a better place in life? Be of service to others. Yeah. Well then great. I've decided I'm doing it now. What do I do? How do I do this? And what's great about that is it opens up this vast amount of just incredible opportunities that you don't even realize you have. It's like opening a vault it's like the, there's a vault in your brain and it's just waiting for you to be certain. And once you're certain and you ask it how, it'll open up and you'll have all these new ideas. Like I had to find out like a, a marketing plan. So I, I wrote down, I said, okay, I've decided I'm going to have a hundred ideas and so on how to market myself. So... Let's write down how. What are a hundred ideas I can make? And I just wrote them down. What can I mm-hmm. do? You know, how can I make this happen? And you don't. You can't think past the first ten. So you think, how can I think of more? How can I do this? You've already decided. You don't have to waver. You don't have to worry about going back on your word. You've already decided. So mm-hmm. all you do is push forward from that point. You can't go backwards because you've decided, which is great. I- I think one of the the
0: big strengths that people with ADHD have um, is an associational mind. That is, we can pull things from memories, from what we heard someone say, something we read, what we saw on a show, whatever, and one... Okay, I've got to think of an idea here, and what's one idea and then that may trigger another thought and then you connect it to here and there and we can get places that with more creativity we come up with more ideas along the way than someone who is sequential and has to do this step and then this step and then this step and I liken it to if they are climbing up a mountain there's this mountain between Mm you and the goal or these two people in the goal and the sequential person has to take one step at a time going up the mountain before they can see the goal at the from the top the associational person is kind of going off in this direction and here and, and it's like they're uh, going not up the mountain but it may be around and then it's over this way they end up with a perspective that shows them the goal the target, but they haven't had to, they can't do the step-by-step way. Your association's taking different places and you get to that target sometime sooner, but you have all these other ideas on the way. Yeah. Then it may be that You read a book, you watch a YouTube video about it. Um, To get more knowledge on the area, what your goal is, that gives you some ideas and then you can kind of riff off those and spin into more and more.
2: Um,
0: And I think most people with ADHD have this associational mind. Sometimes we don't even realize it's there. And... Other times it, it can go so fast. I know I don't recognize all the places I've been, or I, in my thoughts, or I can see them. But mm. and if I try to explain it to somebody else, yeah, <laughs> it's sequential and say, well, I was here and here and here, way too much detail, and I have no idea how I got
2: there. <laughs>
1: and I, I um. I I feel like a lot of – I feel bad for a lot of my clients, and I, I'm the same way in, in, in this aspect where we – at a certain age of having ADHD, you've just learned to hear yourself and to, to stop talking at a point. It's almost like you can see a timer in your head of how long you've been talking and how long you need to stop talking, you know, um, yeah. because – we were so used to, I know for me, I'm so used to it. When I grew up, I, I'd talk and talk and want to describe things and want to problem solve. And mm-hmm. I would think all these little details really mattered and my side of the story and all that. But, you know, it's, people would just zone out or they wouldn't take it in or value it. And it would get frustrating. And mm-hmm. um, and um I felt bad, like, oh, I feel like I'm just kind of boring them now. or <laughs> So, yeah, and that's a... That's it's go it's the, another reason to go back to being really intentional,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the intentional being keeping in mind where you're aiming for uh, the mindfulness of talking and and or listening um, instead of trying to talk so much. I know one uh guy who has a d d his wife does not. If they're at a you know, gathering of people and she is watching him and she can see you're talking too much and uh, you're getting out of hand, she just reaches up and kind of pinches her right earlobe a couple times and <laughs> getting in, a, in his line of sight. Uh, that's his cue that he's got to cut back. So that's where that essentially accountability partner can give you some. Ideas um, and absolutely and boundaries. So, what are some examples of the gamify?
2: You
0: know, someone's got uh, okay. I have this report paper, whatever. Something you have to write, and it has a due date. So, how can I? How do you gamify um, getting that paper done?
1: Well, I mean, there's different aspects to that. You know, you can, like I said earlier, you can find out first off, am I the kind of person who, like, is motivated by rewards, pain, or just wants to get things done in general and isn't really affected by the first two that much? So so I think that's the first thing you should ask yourself. And then from that point, you can kind of figure out what to do. And there's no rules, and that's the great thing is you know, all our lives were told, you know, that we need to be, quote, normal or, you know, <laughs> find, find out how to bend towards a certain way of living and, um, you know, get fixed, you know, somehow, you know, um, but what a lot of neurotypical people don't understand is that our brains work differently. We are basically like the introverted people in an extroverted world or the left-handed people in a right-handed world. And mm-hmm. it's like it's like they 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 see us, you know, put trying to fit this triangle peg through a square hole, and they just think, why aren't you trying harder? And yeah, yeah, and that's right. they don't have a clue that we're busting our butts already on this point. We're like, hey, I know you can't see the effort I'm putting in because all you see is the triangle not going into the the square hole. Yeah. But trust me. Yeah. I'm giving it everything I've got. So and that's, I
0: think, where I know I can think, man, I'm putting a lot of effort into this. Yes, but I took a little extra time at dinner. Yes, I um, was reading some emails, and then I texted a few friends, um, and 9.30 at night, man, I've been putting a lot of effort into that. And I've been working half an hour, but I had two hours I was doing other things. In that yeah. boundary. So uh, I think most people with ADD work better when there's a reward. Um,
1: yeah. Well, you'd be surprised. Away, you know. Isn't, uh, a lot uh, of them usually going to have the impact. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought that for a long time that it would only be pretty much rewards. But from what I've found, pain actually inspires people even more a lot of the time. But the people that usually like rewards are the ones that just don't like the negative feeling of pain, just so much so that they just don't even want to be part of it. They don't want any part of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're having ADHD, you know, we're very sensitive emotionally to certain Mm -hmm. things, you know, know, we have a strong uh, issue with emotional regulation at times if we don't work on it. So, Mm We we would rather just completely avoid something. So if the people that, you know, are not motivated by pain, they'll just completely avoid the whole thing, just not to be a part of that. But a lot of times I've found people actually do get motivated by the pain and they'll want to go back and forth and say, I I know usually I like a challenge, you know, people that really like a challenge and and say, you know, I don't want to pay my friend a hundred bucks or I don't want to go and do jumping jacks with a wig on outside, you know, if I lose this or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever Mm -hmm. you come up with, you know, those people will, will come to me and be like, I don't want to do that. But I, I get motivated by the pain. I'm like, well, that's exactly the point. You won't have to do that if you do this task and we'll find a way to make it doable. And I would also say the second step of the gamification is finding out what's most doable, but challenging. So you're not, Pushing yourself too much and creating too high of an expectation. Or, on the other end, you're not going too easy on yourself. Like the Yerkes-Dotson Law, um, I'm actually making a, I'm launching a YouTube, uh, show and that's gonna be my, one of my first videos on the Yerkes-Dotson Law. Basically on, you know, pushing your, using your, uh, stress to your advantage to hit a, hit a goal and get a certain performance you don't want to go too much, you don't want to go too little.
0: Yeah, if it's, uh, yes, I'm going to do this report, well, that's a great goal, but you aren't going to just sit down at one point and write it all out. Um, You have to make sure you've got a place you're going to do that, and you've got your computer that the battery's charged up or whatever, or you have a cord nearby. Um, and then maybe just write down three things as part of an outline or use a mind map uh, type of uh, program that can help you put down three ideas you think of and then oh yeah well then there's this this one has three parts and um, and this is where the associational part comes out so you can get this visual of. The part, yeah, and, and uh, all at once. Because if you just write them, I don't see the association of the subpart on number four to number one, um, or how they, how it's going to flow. Uh, and that's where I like the, the visual mind mapping thing. Oh
2: One yeah. of the things
0: you uh, wanted to pick up on in the gamify, I think. So many people think of, you know, the the pain is, okay, I'm going to take away that show, or you can't watch that TV show until you get it done, or I'm going to take away your uh, (laughs) Xbox or whatever. But if you haven't gotten it done, then you need to go out and do 25 jumping jacks on the deck, even though it's raining. Yeah. It's, It's a lot easier to think, I don't want to go outside when it's raining. Are you kidding me? Um, And so that can be a motivator. And it's fun. It's funny. And yes, there's pain there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I actually even uh, attempted to challenge myself to double gamify something. And I don't think that's supposed to be a word. But I just, it's, Mm -hmm. um, I use, because I like to, I love playing you know, Mario Kart with my fiance. Like, I just love playing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm playing that, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to play this for a little bit, and then I'm, I can't finish this race. I have to put a pause on it, and I can't finish it until I go and do this other thing, and then I can do it. And that's gamifying something using games. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you can actually, yeah, and this stuff it. does not look normal to a neurotypical person, So, um, you know, most people would judge and think, well, what the heck, Don't you shouldn't be playing games at all. But the real question you should be asking yourself is, is this something that's actually going to get me to get the work done at a high quality, you know, and a good pace, you know? And if it does, then why not try it? Try it out. Yeah.
2: And I'm looking
0: at, uh, you know, a uh, 12-year-old, your job is to empty the dishwasher um And so that person may think, well, you know I don't have a a goal for that, or if they don't have one in mind of what's what's the big deal if I don't empty the dishwasher or I don't do it now um, well it's a big deal to your mom because she needs to <laughs> clean things to be able to serve dinner uh, and she also has to have room in the dishwasher to put the Pans and whatever else she used to cook dinner. Yeah. So the, and. Mom sees the reward, but. Uh, <laughs> I'll get to it. Um, so I almost need. A, I'm sure
1: they see the reward one once they realize, realize there's no dinner. Before. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> she, you know, she just natural consequences. She uh, says, OK, here's your plate. Doesn't She doesn't put the food on it and it's a dirty plate. Well, I. Why give me a dirty one? Oh, the clean ones are all in the dishwasher.
1: Um, yeah, so the, that's that's the pain. That's that's exactly it. Using the pain, and you know, another good point of gamification is to add some sort of deadline or time limit because it it adds so much. You know, when we mm-hmm. when we know oh, yeah. it's like it's, it's very strange. It's almost like we're completely time blind but we're not because it's almost like we have like an issue with our depth perception (laughs) in for time, you know, because yeah, exactly. We, Um, we we know it's there, but it's so blurry that even if it's a foot away, it looks far. So we're like, eh, it's okay. I don't really, I'll just wait, you know, but once it gets really close to the time, it's again, we start jumping into it, like, Oh my gosh, it's right here. Ah, I gotta go. I gotta fix this problem right now.
2: Yeah,
0: and that's we're having the goal of fixing it or knowing what finishing it means, and there's some reward if you do. Okay, you get 10 minutes more game time, or a pain. No, you have to go out and do the jumping jacks, and that can be the the motivator. I think uh for those with with ADD, the the more quickly the motivator comes on after uh, we do or don't do something, um, that's more important than you know. If you tell a kid in fourth grade, if you get a good behavior report um, and all your math sheets in turned in this week, then we'll go out and see a movie Saturday. Well, Saturday is like a year and a half from Monday. Um, Need something for Monday. Hey, or you got three problems done on your math sheet. Great. And a lot of times for kids, that's enough. um, Praise that's enough reward. But it is for adults too. Good job. Uh, And that's where Accountability partner can help. I think in not saying, "Well, me how come you didn't get that done?" Uh, get another on yeah. that one. Um, but someone you do it, and they say, "Man, good for you! You did it." That's the reward. Yeah, I didn't let down my friend. I got praise from it. I feel good. Um, that's the kind of thing that can
2: that
0: can keep us going. And As usual, I think we're uh, coming out of time, get two people with ADHD talking about things we're interested in and it's easy for that time to go way fast, which is why I have set the stopwatch on my phone and, and I can keep track of that. So we've been talking about building habits and routines so they can get you toward... The goal that you've decided you're going to do, not, yes, I'll try. Well, you can try, but if you say, yeah. oh, no, I can't do that. That's whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Uh, that one's
2: yeah. from me. <laughs> not from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
0: you've decided, I want to be able to have this room so I can walk through it. It's got clutter exactly. all over And then then you know what you're aiming for. So maybe your habit is, I'm going to just put one thing away, uh, take it to goodwill, I'm going to put it in the garbage, or I'm going to put it where it can be of value in the house. If you do one thing a day, over a month you've got 30 things done. And it's that, just do one. That can make uh make the difference, so I think one of the the uh main things we've been talking about and we touched on at one point, but uh, overall thinking with intention have yeah. been mind being mindful of what you're aiming at in doing things with intention you have to think with that intention of getting there, being aware of what you're thinking about, what you're doing, how much talking you're doing, um, however that goes. Um, So my guest today has been Nick McLaughlin. He is a Master ADHD Now. Uh, That's his business, his website, masteradhdnow.com. He is an executive function coach and helps people with executive function issues, whether you have ADHD or not, but certainly all of us with ADHD have those. I will have uh, Nick's website posted on the text with the podcast here. Nick, it's been great to talk with you today.
1: Oh, you're so kind. And I just want to point out a couple things. Um, you know, I've I've been basically, uh, you know, I got my bachelor's degree in graphic design. So, you know, for a while I've been designing customized uh, worksheets to support my clients mm. when they need support. So I have a bunch of free worksheets that you can get on my my website, uh, masteradhdnow.com. You can just go there. Uh, download them I'll ask for is an email just to keep you updated on any upcoming tips and tactics and giveaways that I have um, you can get all the worksheets that are on my site and uh, I have a gamified course you can check out and I have a two day finally follow through master class that I'm launching next month that's completely free
0: good deal so, well thank you good to know about those and uh, if People can't remember what we just said in terms of those websites and and things that will be on the the intro to the podcast as well. Glad to have you listening and we'll look forward to talking with you next time.